and I think my pink jacket looks cool. I like dressing up. I know you do, Keith. Stereotypes are often unfair and keep people from being who they really are. They're also really old-fashioned. Today, girls and boys don't have to follow outdated rules from when your grandmom was little. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the intersection of faith, family, and filmmaking. You're listening to Fearless with Mark and Amber. This is a husband and wife show where we share behind the scenes of our filmmaking ministry, Fearless Features, where we're currently working on a new documentary project called The Mind Polluters. I'm Amber Archer, co-host of this show, and joining me is my husband, business partner, director, author, speaker, Mark Archer. Hi. Hi. Here I am. <laughs> so with over 30 years of combined experience in the motion picture industry, we are creating movies from a biblical perspective about the issues impacting our culture and society and showing the church at work. You can learn more about us and the movies we are making by visiting fearlessfeatures.org. It's also a great place for you to make that one-time or monthly donation to help bring these timely films to the marketplace, as we are a 501c3 nonprofit and rely on donations to make these movies and this podcast possible. You become a force multiplier for truth when you partner with us through our nonprofit, Fearless Features. So... Lots yes. of fun stuff today. We do have fun stuff today. Fun this stuff is today. a fun show today. So we've gone through um, and shared all of the interviews, the main interviews from the Mind Polluters. Mm-hmm. Um, our new documentary film about the premature sexualization of children through the classroom and social emotional learning and everything that goes with it. Mm-hmm. So we've shared all those and now we've, we're kind of transitioning and helping people to really see the problem mm-hmm. and what can we do about it as parents? What can we do about it as grandparents? What can we do about it as a community? Which we talked about last week. Right. And so we're going to continue. Steps conti- to take. Right. And so we're going to continue on that journey here for a little while as we continue editing and getting the film together. Mm-hmm. Let's get to the nitty gritty of it, right? What can mm-hmm. we actually do? Let's not just talk about the problems. Right. Let's talk about solutions. Uh-huh. So because what do you got today? This is America. And we have solutions to things. Right. And we roll up our sleeves and we get to work. Well, first off, I wanted to uh, give a shout out to a couple of our listeners who sent us cards. These were very nice. It's like it's like a mailbox Monday, except yeah, for it's mail- Tuesday. <laughs> um, one from Beth, I think it's Maynard, Main, Main, Maynard, Beth Maynard from Texas. From Texas. The Grateful Texan. Mm-hmm. And uh, Rachel York, I think also from Texas. Yeah. Go get them, Tiger. <laughs> we we says, appreciate those cards and it, of encouragement. It really means a lot to us. So thank you both. Um, it's it, because we understand the thought that goes into that and the effort mm-hmm. that goes into that. And uh, we just really appreciate it. So thank you both for that. And we also want to thank everybody who has donated recently to yes. help us get this film across the finish line. Um, we are still still in fundraising mode. We mm-hmm. still have several thousand dollars to raise so that we can really make it everything that it needs to be for a awesome release. Mm-hmm. So if you have thought about it or still thinking about it, you have questions, hey, send us an email, send us a card. We'd love to talk. Yeah. And I tell you what's what is amazing about this film, just like Inwood Drive, but for the most part, these films are predominantly by the people for the people, mm-hmm. funded by all of us little us little people. 
Right. That's what's fun to make it to at the end. At the end of it, mm-hmm. you look back and say, "All of these individuals made this possible." Yeah. To help share in communities, not just in the United States, but literally around the world. We yeah. have seen Inwood Drive go around the world, yeah. and and I know that the mind polluters will be no different. And it doesn't. The, and it's the, all God. <laughs> yeah, the Lord. The Lord makes. His, I, I'm telling you, the Lord takes. You bring bread and fish, and He turns it into a feast. Yeah, for all. And yeah. this is this is what's happening. Um, it's easy when you're doing this kind of stuff to get discouraged because it seems like everybody else has got way more funding, and everybody else has way more publicity. And, you know, we could go on and on about all of the people that we've asked that have said no. Mm-hmm. Um, but we just keep moving forward because we know that the Lord, whenever somebody says no, five other people will say yes. And yeah. those five others add up to that one person. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it reminds me of, wasn't it Gideon who the Lord told to know, yeah. you, know you've got too many people, too many people said, you know, I'll show you the ones, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, he had thousands of army. Yeah. I think he went from 30,000 to 300. Yeah. Right. right? The Lord <laughs> just kept whittling it down. So no, you still have too many. No, you still have too many. <laughs> yeah. Still too many. I want to so make we, sure that everyone knows that it's me and has nothing to do with it. Right. You. And so we know that this film will be done. It was mm-hmm. commissioned by the Lord. It's going to get finished by the Lord and his people. And so we're excited. And you can, be guaranteed that there are no corporate interests having any amount of influence on this film because they don't want to give us anything so oh no (laughs) not that we would let them buy influence into the storyline anyway but you know no, the, so do you want to give everybody a quick update of where we are with the film? Oh, yes. It's exciting. It is exciting. We have, I, I put it in automotive terms. Right. Right. Because, you know, one of my favorite historical figures is Preston Tucker. Mm-hmm. And if you've never watched the film, uh, Tucker, the man in his dream, you should watch it. It's a great film. Uh, it was a Francis Ford Coppola film. Jeff Bridges plays Preston Tucker. Mm-hmm. Anyway, there's a, there's a spot in the film where they, they're trying to build the, the car of tomorrow, the, the Tucker torpedo. And when they first have a rolling chassis that they can drive around <laughs> yeah. outside the barn and, uh, uh, that's what we have right now. We have a rolling chassis. Right. We got the motor. <laughs> we got, got the frame. The motor's on. The tranny's installed, right? It'll even back up and it turns and we can we can do laps around the yard with it. It still needs a lot of work. Yeah. But this is a big deal now because we, and we took time the other day to watch it all the way through. It was really incredible. It's always, it's really fun when you get to see it. Yeah. It's got a lot of holes in it. Oh, yeah. It's all these spots where we're. Going, okay, now we have to go back and shoot this and shoot this, but we're we're working nonstop on it. And <laughs> but I just wanna encourage everybody that your your gifts and your prayers are making a difference. This film is getting done. One way or the other, it's gonna get done. Mm-hmm. And so it's a chugging along. Yeah. So thank you. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for being here. Mm-hmm. It's it's a fun journey. Who knows what the Lord's going to do with it, but it's yeah. it continues to grow. So on that note, I brought along another fun clip. <laughs> oh, you're, you from, and your clips. From the movie. Oh, yeah. Okay. This is from the movie. So this is from the Rolling Chassis Project. Okay. So you ready for This is from Amaze. And oh. this is Amaze Jr. 
Right. This is a maze. And junior. remember last week I talked about the national sex education standards and how um, after going through and, and I left a link to their Zoom meeting and the woman was saying we have to get to them earlier and earlier mm-hmm. because otherwise they're. What, what was it there? It becomes less mutable, I think, is what they yeah, said. Yeah, those, those beliefs and values right. become less mutable. Right, they want to mute you. Right. Right. The, and, all those religious beliefs about, right, you know, right. there's only two genders and... Right, all, all you people... Only a man stu- and a woman can marry. Stuck in those dated, those yeah, so, dated beliefs, so, right? Okay. So this is an Amaze Junior clip. This is for ages... I think this one is... For ages six and up. Okay. Some of them are for five and up. This mm-hmm. one's a, don't it was, we want to make sure that we're we're fair and balanced. This is ages six and up. Here we go. <laughs> okay. A stereotype is the idea boys should all behave the same way, be strong and like to hang out with other boys. They should like sports and the outdoors and never cry. And girls should all be, well, girly. We should like to look pretty and play with dolls and never get dirty. But that's not fair, is it? All boys are not alike, and all girls are not alike. And everyone should be able to do the things they like to do. So the idea that I shouldn't play with a fire truck because I'm a girl is a stereotype about girls? That's right, Kayla. And the idea that I shouldn't wear a pink jacket because I'm a boy is a stereotype about boys? You got it, Keith. But I like playing with my fire truck. I think I might want to be a firefighter when I grow up. And I think my pink jacket looks cool. I like dressing up. I know you do, Keith. Stereotypes are often unfair and keep people from being who they really are. They're also really old-fashioned. Today, girls and boys don't have to follow outdated rules from when your grandmom was little. Oh, I should have warned everybody (laughs) to get the duct tape because your head's exploding right about now. (laughs) <laughs> Maybe some goggles to keep the blood from shooting out of your eyes and all over your desk. Uh, yeah. It's really, and this is, no, I mean, we're not making this up. This is straight from okay. the Amaze website. And and just for, for people who don't know, so these these little cartoon because these are cartoon videos are for children. Mm-hmm. And so this is supplemental material that the teachers use before they begin their lessons on, let's see, that lesson is going to be on stereotypes right gender stereotypes right so you have children in kindergarten maybe first grade mm-hmm. where the teacher to go along with this you know i you can't even call it curriculum it's their program whatever whatever they're teaching um they use these as the sort of little icebreaker for the students in class and of course because we've stopped teaching kids how to think critically no one will stop and ask this question in particular if if everything is unfair because we don't get to do what we like right mm-hmm. well if everyone should get to do whatever it is they like then let's let's just ask some basic but obvious questions i really like to shoot my guns <laughs> so why can't i go shoot my guns in the backyard Right? Right. it's against the law within city limits. Well, that's not my fault. Well. That's it. But it makes me, but you hurt my feelings if you don't let me shoot my guns in the backyard. So that's what I like. So I should get to do what I like. Uh Right? Just like the neighbors across the street at the 4th of July. But But I know we have outdated when grandmom 
we have outdated rules. <laughs> we should but, we should go and petition the city. But it's about what makes me feel good, and that All makes right. me feel good, and so I should be able to do that. But see, that's that's how ridiculous it is. I mean, when you're teaching a whole generation that everything is based on how they feel, mm-hmm. well, but whose feelings are more important than somebody else's feelings, mm-hmm. right? Because when everything is about feelings, then now you've got this whole notion of inequality. Well, you can't be mean and tell them that their feelings don't matter as much as your feelings. Or maybe it's just the fact that if I go and shoot my gun in the backyard, it could travel a mile and And kill somebody somebody in their living room, right? Maybe there's that. That's why we have laws. That's why we're a nation of law and order, not feelings. Right. So this is what's being taught and this is social emotional learning this is what sel teaches kids that your feelings trump everything Mm -hmm. speaking of trump do you (laughs) do you you want to play this other clip well this is fun if you guys haven't heard about the uh, chemistry teacher in utah Uh um she's no longer employed there by the way Uh, and i did see i saw she should never have been employed in the first place Uh, right but but this is what kids are are going into so this junior junior high school student mm-hmm. so he's a, he's a in 11th grade and he, sm, we we talked we kind of joked we said at the end of this we're going to give him the uh, fearless features award the, the, the fearless features investigative <laughs> cinematography award just for Goes his, to, getting his iphone yeah. zane storm zane storm good job buddy <laughs> yeah so go ahead and play it okay I hate Donald Trump. I'm going to say it. I don't care what y'all think. Trump sucks. (laughs) He's a sexual predator. He's a literal moron. Go tattle armies in the freaking ass and they don't give a crap. No, he is not. What are you talking about? Turn off. The Fox News. Do you care? This is the Fox News. This is my classroom, and if you guys are going to put me at risk, you're going to hear about it because I have to be here. I don't have to be happy about the fact that there's kids coming in here with their variants that could possibly get me or my family sick. That's rude. I'm not going to pretend. I'm not going to lie. If you ask me a legit question, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to sugarcoat it either. Because y'all need to hear the truth. Most of y'all parents are dumber than you. I'm going to say that out loud. My parents are freaking dumb. Okay? And the minute I figured that out, the world opens up. You don't have to do everything your parents say, and you don't have to believe everything your parents believe because most likely you're smarter than them isn't she charming that was the first day of school first day of school now maybe it's just me but i expect a chemistry teacher to start off the first day by talking about why they love chemistry (laughs) and what we're going to learn about in chemistry chemistry is magical and we're going to learn we're going to do some experiments and learn about this and learn about that and i don't know maybe i wonder does she have a degree in chemistry Uh, or does she just have a degree in teaching 
because there's a obviously a world of difference there, right? <laughs> right. Are you an actual science teacher, or are you just uh, are you just a product of the liberal indoctrination machine? I don't know. I don't know anything about this teacher, but I know an awful lot based on how she was treating her students. Mm-hmm. Well, and she's no longer employed. I mean, she, as she clearly said, the administration doesn't care. Well, obviously oh, the, they did. The arrogance yeah. in this woman's voice is yeah. just, and you noted you were watching her body because this was actually this, this kid filmed this on his phone right. secretly. And you can, you can see how he was holding it. Like, mm-hmm. cause I, I watched it several times and we'll leave a link to it. You guys can watch it in its entirety because she goes on and on. And especially when she gets to the LGBTQ, you know, I did see there was a thread where she has a daughter who has transitioned, who's now a boy. I have not found any. We don't uh, have any con- confirmation. I, I right. That. I don't have any like, hard evidence of that as of right now, you know, wouldn't surprise me based on when she goes into the LGBTQ agenda mm-hmm. and how she, I mean, she's basically like threatening the kids. Yeah. Oh, it, like yeah, if, if you said anything against said him, anything I'm going to make your world Yeah. Bad. Get out of my classroom. Yeah, get out of my classroom. She like, goes whoa. on a rant about global warming. If you don't believe oh in gosh, global yeah. warming, you're stupid. Get out of my classroom. And you're, you're the problem. Well, you're what's wrong with America today. <laughs> I mean, and I, 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 I would love to ask her, when was it that you became smarter than everyone, including your parents? Like, explain that period of right? time. I can almost guarantee it was in college. Oh, probably when right? she was getting indoctrinated. When you, she was getting her liberal indoctrination and they convinced her, your parents are stupid. You should you should just remember that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But if you if you do go back and watch the video and that was the thing I kept watching because it's really how he's he's recording it this mm-hmm. this kid this junior and he's following her through the classroom you know he, you can see that he's got it tucked down low like right at the desk level mm-hmm. and um but i was watching her mannerisms and if you listen to her voice go back and listen to it you, it starts to shudder and it gets shaky because mm-hmm. I mean, you can just you can feel these nerves and this tension building in her and at one point she walks over to her desk to get a drink and that's when that's when she comes back with, you know, your parents are dumb. I mean, she's just had it with these kids. But continuing on the fun, uh, the fun theme of what's in schools, we've got an article to share with you from Debbie DeGroff, who is in the Mind Polluters. And Debbie just published a new article. It's on her website and we will leave a link. You should definitely go and read the link because we can't go through everything that she has in here because it's very thorough. Uh, her website is whatsinsidechildrensbooks.com and she wrote a book that we've talked about on the podcast before called Between the Covers. And Debbie is quite the researcher and she has devoted her life basically to researching and uncovering all the filth in these children's books, primarily fictional books, mm-hmm. right? So this this is where the subtle shift has been coming from for decades now. Well, and I think it's interesting because when we interviewed her and one of the things that she said was, you know, because she's done this for so many years, she said, usually you see what they're trying to do in society. You see it show up in the children's books mm-hmm. before you see it trying to be implemented through the school curriculum and in media, the visual media and other things. Right. So to, to start this off, I'm going to play another quick clip from the Mind Polluters. And this is from our friend Alvin Louie, who is with Purple for Parents of Indiana. 
And he recorded this. This is another parent uh, at the Carmel Clay Public School School Board meeting mm-hmm. just a few weeks ago. And she is reading a snippet from a book that's marketed to junior high and high school kids called Crank. Okay. And this is this is in the in the school library. This is in school libraries. It's in all the public libraries. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to let her read. Hold on. The book I'm holding was borrowed from the from the high school section of CCPL. It's entitled Crank, which I learned is a slang term for meth. I am not a prude, but I am concerned about the availability of a book like this to 14 and 17 year olds without parental permission or knowledge. I'm going to read an excerpt which I've copied under this sheet to avoid flipping through the book. I assure you, these are verbatim quotes. The protagonist is Bree, and what I'm about to read is her second date with Brendan. The narrator is Bree. Here I will, I will begin to quote the book, beginning on page 339. We carried a blanket into the trees. He pulled out a bundle and a six-pack of beer. For the next 20 minutes, we snorted and drank, climbing to a very tall buzz. We talked and joked and giggled, and it all seemed just like it should, until it didn't anymore. Crank revved, pistons firing full bore, passion firecrackered in tiny bursts from thigh to belly button. Oh, baby, I want you so bad. My shirt tore open. Wait. I've waited for weeks. Put up and shut up. Kisses segued into bites, bruises. Pain ripped through my body. Brendan, please stop. No, you promised me. Off came my shorts, down went his zipper. I realized I was in serious trouble. I'll I'll scream. Go ahead. No one can hear but skunks and coyotes. Still, as I opened my mouth, his hand slapped down over it. Just relax. You'll love it. My brand new Victoria's Secrets shredded, and I felt Brendan pause, savoring my terror. They all love it. So you don't have to be a rocket scientist to figure out that this is basically describing rape. Right. Right. This mm-hmm. is this is a rape taking place and this it's all glamorized in this book. Oh, by the way, they're doing meth on their second date together and mm-hmm. I mean, it goes on and on. We I I cut it off because it gets even worse. Right. It gets so graphic. There's there's just a, a point where you go, I, I don't even know how to bleep or blur this. I just, I'm going to mm-hmm. cut away to mm-hmm. something else mm-hmm. because it's that bad. And this is in the library. Right. In the school. In the school library. Library. Right. And if you, if, and if you remember, and that's the thing, school libraries, they get a lot of these books and they think that they're good, you know, they're good reading material for this age group because they've won awards and or the school has been gifted. You know, um, in Texas, when they're trying to bring in new programs, especially towards the the transgender or LGBT community, you know, these publishers just gift schools mm-hmm. these books and and tell them, you know, a part of them gifting so many books you need to put these in prominent spots for the kids to find them, you know, more accessible. So there's that. But then, so why don't you, what's coming out in what's inside children's books with Debbie? So Debbie wrote an article called coming soon to a library near you. So uh, let me read just a brief snippet here. The chart below is a table of 26 books that have been, or will be released in the near future. So 
this is this is stuff that that you can be watching for coming to your school and public libraries. The titles are hyperlinked to enable you to look these books up on Amazon. So she has done all of the research for you. Four of these books were released earlier this month. Since the other 22 books are not yet available to read in their entirety, parents, teachers, bookstore owners, and librarians know little about these books other than the information given. Some of these people were given advanced copies to read, of course. I will give some additional information about some of these books following the chart. <clears throat> let me just let me just go through and read. You might just I I would just read like oh, what the, the subject matter of them? yeah. Okay, so so and, and maybe the age range that it's, it's okay. Geared age, for. Uh, LGBTQ plus activism uh, ages nine to thirteen. Gender ages two to five. Black Lives Matter history ages ten and up. These are not titles. This is the subject matter. If you want the titles, go and uh, read her article. Uh, interactive sound. Oh, this one. Yeah, this is just this is just oh, trashy. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. and Interactive sound button for ages four to ten. The book is called I Need a New Butt. I broke my butt. My butt is so noisy. Three hilarious sto- stories in one noisy book. I would. Because just, we all think that's cute. Right. 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 Um, first woman, first African-American woman and first Indian American woman to be elected vice president of the United States, ages two to five. That my was a little, little golden book. My little golden book about Kamala Harris, mm-hmm. uh, ages five to seven about transgender, ages four to eight about mindfulness. Uh-huh. Uh-huh, this is meditation. Uh, transgender parent, ages three to 11. And it goes on and on. We've got social justice, we've got uh, astrology, more gender, we've got another one about Kamala Harris. LGBTQIA. They've got so many letters. Why don't they LGBTQIA plus? Okay, racial injustice, mindfulness, mindfulness, homosexuals, uh, gender diversity, trannies, and um, yeah. So... And then she's she's got all kinds of information on these books. So um, thank God for people like Debbie DeGroff, mm-hmm. who goes in and does the advanced research on this. So now what can we do with this? You have an example of what can I, be done. I do, because it's interesting. There was a there's a, a new watchdog group, uh, Mary in the Library on Facebook that I found and started following through the Purple for Parents. And I'll leave links to these so you guys can can um join them too if you'd like because purple Purple for parents is an extremist group don't you know uh yes (laughs) labeled by the southern poverty law that was the arizona one they were actually labeled i don't think purple purple for parents indiana has yet but i'm sure they will be not by splc but by the fort wayne community schools they've been labeled an extremist oh my oh you guys for real (laughs) okay so well i won't go into that right now because not even not not worth my time at the moment um so Mary in the library usually has excerpts and you can look these books up and see if they're in your school. Mm -hmm. So there was a book that was posted that she had posted and it's sloppy firsts. And you can almost imagine she leaves excerpts. I'm not even going to read them on here because I would have to bleep out half of what I'm saying. But I found it and I'm a part of several um, private groups around the various communities around here. And I posted it and said, um, this is at your school. There was a mom 
who said, I'm going to be making a phone call and posting this on my Facebook. So she posted it on her Facebook. She didn't even make the phone call to the school. The school librarian, she had no idea that the librarian was actually one of her friends on Facebook already. Mm. The librarian proactively called her and said, just so that you know, this book, since I saw it, this book is now under review. We've pulled it from the shelf. It has to go through a review. And this this is going to be taken care of. Because they all agreed at the school, it had already had like this emergency meeting, a quick <laughs> emergency meeting before mm-hmm. it got blown out of proportion on via social media. So that never happens on social media. Never. I know. Never, ever. So I think a lot of parents don't even understand that you there are ways I think there are ways in every school that you can challenge these books Mm -hmm. and they can be put under review and either allowed or pulled from the catalog. So I just want to encourage people. They have that book, The Sloppy First, which was more inappropriate material. I mean. These are in the schools. It, listen, if these kids want to go to the public library because it's allowed mm-hmm. through our obscenity exemptions, if you want to go to the public library, fine. But it should not be available to children at school. You know, it's like it, we go back to the um, the the warnings, the um, like no, like the, the movie, parental advisory the parental warnings. advisory warnings. Right. You know, there's none of that that happens at school. Right. So you, parents, you have to be the ones watching for these books coming into your school so that you can tell the school, hey, this needs a parental advisory warning. Mm-hmm. Here's my advice. Yeah. <laughs> my kids are not to see this. My kids are not to read this. Mm-hmm. So what's the, you know, the lesson that we can take from that is that um, that it is easier to get things done than we think. Exactly. And sometimes all it takes is, I mean, there's an example of that, that connection hadn't been made that, wait a minute, I already know this person. And she, cause she didn't even know that that was who the librarian was. Right. And, and yeah, sometimes when we don't, when we don't know our, our faculty and staff at the school, mm-hmm. I mean, unfortunately a lot of us can't go into the schools right now because of all the various restrictions Mm -hmm. so you know you know what go in anyway (laughs) these people you you are paying these people one way or the other you're paying these people to educate Mm -hmm. if they're in the public yeah to educate but if they're in the public school you're paying them to indoctrinate your children in the church of atheism you have a say in this. Yeah. And so, you know, you, what we can take away from this is that you can make a difference. And that mm-hmm. was that what that all took place in the matter of a couple hours. Oh, yeah. It was it was right? it was less than three hours right. that this stuff was that everything happened. I mean, it was posted and then reposted. And then suddenly right. she's getting a phone call and the book is off of the shelf. Right. And, and what would it, and, and, and it's under review. Right. Yeah. And, and what would not have worked is if it had turned into an instant, you know, threats and accusations and, you know, no, 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 no. Start with what do we know? Yeah. I know. Okay. Here's what I know for a fact. This book is in my school library. Now, who do I talk to? And so that's, that's all you got to do. Just go in and, and don't go in burning everything down, go in and ask the questions but know what your outcome is going to be. The outcome is going to be this book needs to go away. Mm-hmm. And then the Lord will lead you from that point. That's right. 
Well, you guys, thank you so much. That's all the time we have for today. We will talk to you again next Tuesday. And remember, if you want to help us in this mission and help us with this new documentary, The Mind Polluters, visit fearlessfeatures.org where you can make that one time or monthly donation. This is a ongoing filmmaking ministry and we thank you and appreciate you listening. Thank you for your help. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Mm